Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Finding your voice on social media through your pillars of content. Tristan, we talk about pillars of content and in Ignazium. We've talked about it for years. We've talked about we've we've refined it. We've we've evolved it. We've changed it. We're doing it again. You've got this new graphic that's really cool. We just got off one of our coaching calls. If you're not on those, you're missing opportunity. Uh, you're missing a really cool group. And uh, we're going to talk about that today on this episode of the Social Genius Podcast. So Tristan, why don't you tease it a little bit? What are we going to talk about here today? The biggest challenge we have is not posting up content, not engaging. It's really getting the courage to show up on social media consistently. And you know what's holding us back? Not feeling comfortable with who we are and how we show up. And I think this is why we keep on coming back to this, man. Like finding your social media pillars, in essence, finding your voice. So what Jeff and I have done is we kind of broke down a whole bunch of questions that we thought were essential to discovering this voice so you can feel a lot more comfortable in showing up. And so Jeff and I are going to take turns with a total of four. I mean, Jeff, Jeff how many do we have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Dude, we've got about 16, 17 different questions, but we're only going to dig into four of them. And Jeff, I'm going to go first. And this is kind of continuing our conversation that we had with our audience here with coaching. But I want to know first, who's my audience? Who is my audience? I want to know First, and I, and I know this will change as you grow. Like you think you've got an audience and that's who you're targeting. And then on the way to finding that audience, you come to mind, Jeff, you discover a whole new audience and you pivot, right? So to start off with, who is my audience? And we've got three questions. What are their needs? Like, what do they actually need based on who they are? What are their habits? What do they watch? What do they listen to? Where do they hang out? What do they eat? And then what do they love? What is it that they love? Like, what do they really love? Because if you understand these three questions, you can show up more for your audience. And Jeff, I love using you as an example because you, you've got this part down. If we go, and I'm going to ask you one of these, and that's in, in the who is my audience section. What do what does your audience love? Well, which which platform? Uh, I think I know where you're going TikTok. with this, right? TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Um, they love all things lifestyle around the Lake of the Ozarks. That's it. That's so easy because you've answered it so many times, right? But but also you pivot and you paid attention. So I think for me, who's your audience is where I would start with, and it's okay to pay attention and pivot and adapt. Uh, this is why 
And Jeff, you were paying attention over a longer period of time to those metrics. Like what, what, what's my audience actually saying based on what they're watching, you know, time, what they're engaging with comment, right. And what they're sharing. So I think those are important to watch when you're discovering your audience. All right. Which one do you want to go to next? Uh, what am I good at? What am I good at? Um, because I think a lot of us overlook that, like we really want to focus on, you know, and, and sadly, I know the people that are listening to this already know this, and I think probably embrace it. The people that need to hear this aren't listening to this because I'm just going to, I mean, I'm just going to call them idiots because they're not listening anyway. Um, but there, there, you get so focused on, on selling something that you fail to realize that you're, it just like, you, you don't even realize or understand how social media works. And, and you know, what did I just say? What is it? Social media, right? It's not business media. And so I hate it when people do this. I hate it when they inundate their audiences and, and they go all in when, when the reality is, is, you know, the, the biggest crutch and, and, and handicap or hurdle that people have when it comes to creating content is just confidence, confidence in being in front of the camera, uh, conf, you know, confidence in talking about stuff. But when you, when you use what I'm good at or what you are passionate about as as those foundational pillars, it becomes so much easier. And so, you know, and I, I've got a, I've got a loan officer. Her name is Amanda Mosley, and it, she is the epitome, the perfect example of someone who's very anti-technology and anti-social media, and just not going to use it. And I'm going to do it my old-fashioned ways. And she is, yeah, she's the one that I've always used as the example as the tomato grower, and she is. And I finally, after two years of, you know trying to coax her into doing this, she finally started doing it. Tristan, I get a message, a couple messages from her a month where she's sharing with me uh, her wins. Now she's got a billboard in her community where she's holding a big ass tomato. And it's like, and it's just an extension now of her social presence. And she's getting, people are reaching out to her and commenting and she's getting so much engagement on social. And she's like, I'm not talking about mortgages at all. But, and she's like, but now I'm reaching so many more people. And I'm like, this is such an example because you're, she's not confident in front of the camera, but you know what she is confident about? How to grow a damn tomato. And she understands that process. And so all she does is talk about it once a week, folks. She doesn't, not daily, not once a week. And, and, um, and it's paying dividends for her. Wait, what's her name? And where? where uh, Amanda Mosley is her name. Instagram or where? Uh, Facebook would be the best place. She's old school. She's an old school. Let me, um. Man. I'll tell you exactly. Mosley. Yep. Mosley is M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. I want to look her up. Yep. Oh, 14 mutual friends. I'm assuming that's her. She's her, got most, her most recent post was four days ago about baking. Oh, I see it. I see it. Damn, dude. 115 likes? Yep. 70 comments. 70 comments? Yep. And she's only followed by 44 people. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You go back down to September 10th, winter veggies almost ready to plant, weekend garden tip. Um, she shares some other things around real estate, but you can see, you can you can quickly identify and you notice she's getting tagged. People are now posting and tagging stuff around gardening and baking and stuff, uh, which tells me she's top of mind. Dude, Monday night dinner vibes. Yeah. Eat a little fried okra. Can I know? 
likes, 42 comments. Yeah, look at that, man. All she did, she shared a picture of her food. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Jeff, we need to start a garden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just proud of her, man. It's, it's really cool to see this. You, it's, it's, you know, she's just doing what we did this. What am I good at? What am I good at? That's it. And it's working for her. I love that. I love that. All right, dude. I, I think that is a very, very important one. Cause that makes it a lot easier for us to show up. If you just followed her, I'm going to get a comment today. Tristan just followed me. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to follow her. I, okay. So do you think, what am I good at is similar to what do I love? Or are they different enough to actually ask that question? I, um, say the question again. So you, you said, what am I good at? And I love yeah. that. Question. It's the same thing. You think so? Yeah. Different vein, I think, because you don't always love, you don't necessarily have the same passion for all of the things that you might be good at, you know? Um, and I think that's that's a great example of like a hobby, something you just truly enjoy, but you know. Got it. So they are different enough then. So we can ask the third question. Are you struggling to set yourself apart in the real estate sea of sameness? Do you struggle to decide where to market, how to market, or what to put into your marketing to help you stand out? It's probably because your brand isn't dialed in. A great brand involves a lot more than a photo, a logo, and a tagline, friends. That's because people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. Our friends at Brandface can help you define, develop, and display your personal brand so you can stand out, outmarket, and outsell your competition. It is time to unveil your inner star. Head to powerbrandtraining.com and check out their free training video. Again, powerbrandtraining.com. That's all one word, powerbrandtraining.com. Check out their free training video. It will be worth your time. What do I love? And I can tell you, I love playing video games, but I suck at them, dude. I mean, I... I just, I suck at Fortnite, right? Yeah. And uh, so I, but you I love I, it. But you love I, it. But I love it, right? Yeah. What hobbies do I do often? That's one. I, I love archery um, and I love other things like that. Well, but I'm another great example the Ozarks. I love it, but I'm not, I'm not necessarily that person that is my follower. And I'm trying to be more like that, but it's a great example of I love it, but I'm not necessarily like, I, you know, I share boat stuff all the time and people will comment, what, what, you know, blah, something like about a big block or something, which they're talking about the motor. And I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I just fake it. You know, I'll go Google it. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's so funny. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's it. See, okay. So this, this is a good question then. What yeah. do I, what's something I would do every day even if I wasn't paid to do it. Is that the Ozarks? Would you go to the Ozarks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, funny story too, uh, off subject. Uh, we are 1 million, I think, I would say probably 100% committed to moving to the Lake of the Ozarks full-time, selling our, our St. Louis residence and moving to the lake full-time 
when Cash is out of high school, which is four years, full time. Dude, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. new, that's new. And and my wife said if if my if my stepson uh, has any issues with his current high school, that's it. We're picking up and moving to the condo, even if the house isn't built. No, yeah, and that and that isn't that kind of interesting. That is what is what a big turn of events, man. Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, I'm ready for I'm ready for a change, and I'm like, twist my arm, let's go. <laughs> All right, so that that answered that question. Mm-hmm. All right, then the third one under what do I love? What's something I wish I had more time to do? And I think all of these are leading you to the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I love this, man. See, this this creates a lot of clarity on the things that we should be doing. We did this in the in the coaching. Yeah. And I answered it with reading. I was like, oh, damn, Jeff's right. I should be talking a lot more about books. So Yeah, you're you're already doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. So now you just got to, it's like, you got the hard part down. What do I love and what am I already doing? Those are the two things, like just the creativity of coming up with content is the hardest part. So now you got to do the easy part. Turn the camera on. That's it. And just talk about it. And maybe that's, you know. You, you've got to rewire yourself somehow. And it's the same concept of going back to these, like, maybe it's this. It's, yeah, I know you got these notepads everywhere. You know, yeah. you just got to start reminding yourself. Like, so now, whatever book you're reading, put a note on the front of it that says, don't forget to create content the next time I open this book. That's, a re- you know dude, I mean? that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, because you got to rewire your brain. That's the thing where we where we say we struggle so hard with, but if you really want to commit to this stuff, and I know you do, and I think anybody listening does. So whatever it is, like, dude, there was years where I would, I, my wife would, will tell you like where I would be like, damn it. Why wasn't I recording? And I'm like, I got to rewire my brain, man. I got to change the way I think because I just missed out on some good content. And, um, and that's, I think that's why I have an advantage over so many other people it's not because I'm, I have this unique ability. I just rewired my brain. And so I'm thinking I've got content, like it's sitting to the side at all times. And so I capture things that you didn't think to capture. And, um, it's actually funny, Tristan, because especially at the lake, I get videos from people that say, I knew you would have been videoing this. So, and you're not here. So I'm sending it to you. And like, they're, they're helping me with my content and, it's Dude. yeah, it's pretty cool. That's that's great. I love that level. I love that level. And that's where we all want to go, right? That's where you got to go and just embrace it. All right. So, who's my audience? Number one. Then Jeff said, "What am I good at?" Then I asked, "What do I love?" And then the fourth one, Jeff, I'll go to you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to a different one that we talked about today because I think people struggle with this. What are what are my values? Ooh. And a lot of a lot of people struggle with this. And so on our coaching call, we went down the religious rabbit hole because somebody commented and he said, it was Roger, and he said, you know, I just don't want to be perceived as an evangelist to my audience. I have, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's a Christian based on kind of what he was saying. And he has some Muslim past customers and things like that. I don't want to offend anyone. And I think that that is such a uh, misconception with execution with social because you know and and real estate's a great example Tristan you know this like I live in a I live in a market Los Angeles St. Louis 
I don't want to miss out on other a customer in Malibu because I'm focusing on Huntington Beach. I don't want to miss out on a customer in St. Charles, St. Louis, because I'm focusing on Kirkwood. And you end up actually diluting yourself by being too broad-based. And it's the same thing when it comes to religion or politics, because you and I both know people that have gone deep on religion and owned it, and they're thriving as a result. Did they turn a lot of people off? Absolutely. But they attracted a bunch of their tribe. And I, you know, you and I have a friend, you, you probably can guess, I'm not going to name a name, but it was very divisive about politics and their opinion about it and owns it and uses it and memes and all kinds of stuff and just straight up probably pisses off the other side and this person doesn't care and they're thriving. And so it's like, I'm not saying necessarily be divisive, but what are your values and own them and stop being so concerned about what you might lose. Focus on what you're going to gain. Yeah. Instead of what you're going to lose. Yeah. You got to trust it though, too. You know, it's like, and that's what I said on the call today. It's like, if if we would have been talking about this five years ago, I would have steered everyone not to do it. And I did. I was like, don't talk about top politics. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about anything divisive. Don't talk about this stuff. And now I'm telling people, talk about it. Like I've changed. And why? Because I've seen proof of concept now. I've watched it work. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, it. I'll use myself as an example because I'm living it. But like, like when I was that boating, what was that boat crash video? I got a lot of criticism for it. And, and, and here's my argument because I got told by a lot of people, people that were on that boat, Tristan commented and said, please take this down. Like, you know, and, and Whoa. that to me and I'm, and, and I thought about it and, and my rationale was that like, first of all, I didn't, Actually, I did. I called the driver an idiot, but I stand by that because he is an idiot, right? And so, like, I didn't say anything that I wouldn't say to the person's face. And I actually said that. I said, I would, if that's just my dad or my brother, I'd call, call, call them an idiot. You shouldn't be driving 60 miles an hour after drinking at night on a lake. You're an idiot. Um, if I did that, I'm an idiot, right? And so, um, but I thought about it and I thought to myself, why is it that I can be a, a news coverage influencer individual on my socials and get criticized for it but but the local news station doesn't get criticized and all they do is pick up negative news and report it all i'm doing is reporting it to an audience that i know is interested in it and so but i'm yet i'm gonna get criticized for that like why is that like and that's just a societal thing that like we're just trained and now people are gonna say take it down well I don't think I said anything that was untrue, right? And if if I did, if I made shit up, then fine, I'll take it down. But I don't know, man. That's just going back to the values thing, I guess. Well, dude, it comes down to the values, and I think it's important for us to to be able to have that clarity. That's what makes values so important. Like, what is actually what is actually there that you stand for, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not saying if you mess up, don't say hey. Sorry, you guys, I messed up, right? That's all we're talking about. But if your values are clear, like if we go through these questions that, that Jeff said, what are my values? It's what stories can I tell that show my values? What topics can I share that show what I stand for? And then what beliefs can I share that will make my content genuine and relatable? Yeah. That's, that's so good, man. 
So good. I, I love this topic because I feel like we're always digging deeper into it ourselves. Like I'm still trying to figure things out. I don't think I ever will. Right. It's like, how can I get better? How can I, how can I know myself more so that I can show up more genuine? Yeah. Yeah. And I think actually, now that you mentioned it, we should probably, because there's, you know, how many did you say there are 14 of these? 17, I think, or I don't know. 17. Yeah. Um, and we only covered four of them. Uh, you know, I think, I think we should probably do some follow-up episodes and cover more of these because I think this is going to open up, hopefully opens up some of your minds, those of you listening to this, to to to, to hopefully go deeper on something because y- you all need to. Most of you are probably, t- you're either too broad-based or not consistent enough. And when you focus in on, you know, who is my ideal avatar? What do I love to do? What am I good at? And what are my values? Like these are all things that become very easy to talk about and create content around because there's passion there. And, and the, the, I think the next ones will be less about that. I, I don't, we didn't, we didn't plan this by the way, this, we you you said you picked two and I'm going to pick two and you didn't tell me what you were going to pick. And I didn't tell you what I was going to pick. And they all kind of flowed together somehow. And now I think we go to some of these other ones on a next episode and keep, keep talking. I like that. And you're right. There are 14 dude, but yeah, I love this idea. Let's do that. I'm in. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. See you next time. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 